Welcome to the Old Time Radio Network Suspense Stories. Are you ready for a thriller, chiller, or the macabre? We invite you to enjoy stories that will keep you in suspense. We now go back to the early days of radio and our imaginations with our featured suspense presentation. The Whisperer. The Whisperer. The Whisperer, starring Carlton Young. The Whisperer, a brilliant man who, losing his voice in an accident which crushed his vocal cords, worked his way deep within the crime syndicate to help destroy it from within. To the underworld, his familiar rattling hiss is the voice of authority, to be obeyed without question. Then a miracle of surgery performed by Dr. Benjamin Lee restored his natural voice enabling him to resume his real identity. Now, as Philip Galt, brilliant young attorney, he skirts the thin edges of death, living his dual role. For as the whisperer, he sets in motion the forces of the syndicate in Central City. Then, as Philip Galt uses his knowledge to fight the organized network of crime which seeks to control the fate of millions in cities and towns across the nation. The only person besides Dr. Lee who knows the Whisperer's true identity is the doctor's nurse, Ellen Norris, who is listening now as the Whisperer completes his call to his superiors in the crime syndicate in New York City. New York. Central City reporting. Instructions conveyed to Scarelli will keep you informed. Oh, Phil. Did you have to give those instructions? Yes, Ellen. As soon as I receive them from my superiors in the syndicate, I must pass them on. But marijuana means broken lives, heartbreak for parents, too. I know that, Ellen. But if I refuse, the syndicate will liquidate me before the day is over. How will Scarelli start this, this tragedy? Well, he'll find a high school boy or girl who is a leader and induce them to start selling marijuana. Well, couldn't we warn the PTA? No. We must let Scarelli make his contact, then catch him and his men with enough evidence to send him to prison. Meanwhile, some boy or girl becomes an addict. They won't work that way. They'll set up a party, spike the drinks, and when everyone is happy, they'll pass out one or two or as many cigarettes as it takes to get them high. How terrible. But until that party, we needn't worry about whoever Scarelli contacts. Well, that makes me feel somewhat better. Say, uh, how about leaving the office and having a soda, huh? Mm, can't. However, if you should ha- just happen, well, just happen, mind you, to come back around four... Mm, I'll be here with bells on. That won't be necessary. As you see, we furnish our own bells. Meanwhile, Scarelli, smartly dressed and spending freely, mixes and mingles with the high school crowd, watching, listening for something which will point out a likely student to become his head marijuana pusher. Then... They told me you're pretty good on that motorcycle, Scrappy. Huh? Oh, yeah, I guess I am at that. My name is Scarelli. I'm Scrappy Riss. I got a pretty hot car, my... Hank, it's you. 
Hiya, Scrappy. Hiya, Nola. Conserving sweaters and what a goof. You can serve. I'm starved. Hey, Mike. Yeah? Feed that Pete Andrade record a nickel, will you? George. He really sends me. Come down. Come down. I'm sent. Hey, my bike's outside. How about a spin, huh? Sorry. Jimmy Bivens is picking me up. Uh, that moldy fig. Then how about tonight? Jimmy Bivens. I kind of counted on it. You overlooked one thing. That convertible? George. I didn't overlook it. I ignored it. Your mistake. <sighs> Never overlook a convertible. Bye. Thanks for the goo. What's the rush? Well, there's Jimmy pulling up outside. Don't take any wooden kefavers. Okay, Jimmy. <laughs> That's really burning it, huh? Huh? Oh, you again. Yeah. Jimmy got a Merc 300 with trimmings. Yeah? How much that job cost? Fifteen hundred. I know where a hard worker could make that kind of money. It don't grow on bushes, friend. The name's Scarelli. How about dropping in tonight and we'll talk it over, huh? Where? Main Hotel, room 1201. Eight o'clock. I'll be there. mind telling me why you brought me all the way across town to the hangout for that soda? I love your company. That I sometimes doubt. No, you had some other reason. Well, Alan, if I were Scarelli, I'd hang around, ask questions, spot a likely pusher, and then make contact. And you're going to see if Scarelli has been here? You're a woman of unusual perception. Um, park it here, as we used to say in my high school days. Well, 23 skidoo to you, too. <laughs> Name it, Mopes. Mopes? Okay, squares. Well, that I get. Well, don't lug it. What goes? Goose. Goose. What do you want? Oh. I've had conversations like this in nightmares. Look, uh, could we just talk to you? Jive, dig. Huh? <laughs> uh, would you humor an old man and just use plain English? You do speak it. When I have to. Splendid. We've found a ground for mutual understanding. Uh, has an older man probably uh, well-dressed? A gook. Uh, I'll start over. Has a gook been asking... Waxing. Okay. Uh, has a gook been waxing a... Don't tell me. Mope? George. Who? Scrappy wrist. The gook's waxing him about a hot rod. Oh, now I see. Wanna bet? Don't expose me. Uh, where does Scrappy live? 834 Canal Street. Octagon. Huh? I said octagon. That means thanks from two squares. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, we'd like to talk to Scrappy, please. Oh, oh, dear. He isn't in trouble again. Oh, no, Mrs. Riss. I'm a lawyer, and I wanted to talk with him about working for me in my office. Oh, well, come in, Mr. Uh... Uh, Galt. And uh, this is Miss Norris. Oh, how, how do you do? do? I've wanted Scrappy to go to work. It isn't that he's a bad boy. It's just that he wants so many things and sometimes takes shortcuts to get them. Oh, Scrappy! I heard what he said, Ma. Uh, son, I want you to meet... How much would the job pay? Well, I could start you at 20 a week. Chicken feed. I know where I can get... More? Is that what you were going to say? Let it go. Scrappy, easy money usually means risks. The risk of getting caught. Oh, son, what are you talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. And I hope you never will, Scrappy, but I'm a lawyer. And if you ever need help, consider yourself my client. Good evening, Mrs. Riss. Scrappy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Didn't you warn Scrappy? No, I think he's basically a good kid, but a poor actor. If I warned him, his behavior might put Scarelli on his guard. Can't we follow Scrappy? Let him lead us to Scarelli? Look there. 
What do you mean, the motorcycle? Yeah, how long do you think we could keep up with that? No, Ellen, when the time comes, we'll find another way of contacting Scarelli. Now, come on. I have to make a call to the syndicate. New York. Central City reporting. Go ahead, Central City. Scarelli has found a good high school contact. He's in love, and his rival owns a hot rod. Keep us informed. Phil, every time you use that voice, it gives me goosebumps. <laughs> that whisper was the only sound I could make when I first met you. I know, but I'll never get used to it. Oh, by the way, somehow we've been sidetracked on that soda. Could we... Later. Right now, we have a date to park in front of Scrappy Riss's house until he returns from his meeting with Scarelli. But well, that may be ours. Well, parking can be fun if it's properly approached. Oh, no, Mope. I may lag in modern idioms, but some things haven't changed since I left high school. Where you been, Scarley? Setting up a pigeon. He's ripe. He's a tough kid in love, and he wants a hot rod. Well, sounds like he's already hooked. Yeah, I'm counting on that. But kids are funny, so... So I stand by downstairs just in case, huh? Yeah, just in case. That's probably him out the back way in a hurry. Gotcha. Be right with you. Well, come in, Scrappy. You're right on time. Hey, this joint's a real McCoy. $30 a day, Scrappy. Always travel first class. It's the only way to live. If you have the money. The right guy always has the money. And you think that's me, huh? I do. I've been watching you, Scrappy. You're smart, you're tough, and you're a leader. Here, have a cigarette. Thanks. Hey, what kind of cigarette is this? Marijuana. What's the idea? You're trying to make an addict of me? <laughs> At one time, Scrappy, they arrested you for drinking whiskey. But now we're more enlightened and whiskey is offered for legal sale. Well, in ten years, the same will be true of marijuana. I think I'll go now, Mr. Scarelli. <laughs> Scrappy, I like you. How would you like to make $200 a week? 200 bucks a week? At least... My old man never made that much. But you can. We organize ten groups of twenty friends. Each stick costs fifty cents. At first, your customers will average three a week. That's six hundred dollars a week. And ten percent of six hundred is still sixty. Only at first. Once they get the habit, well, why... you can stop right there. <laughs> That's merely a figure of speech. Later, they'll enjoy maybe three a day, and that nets twenty-one hundred dollars a week, or two ten for you. Oh, no. For this, I'll not go to jail. Just a minute. You intend to try to stop me? <laughs> no, of course not, son. Of course not. Come on, I'll give you time to think it over. Now, just to show you there's no hard feeling, Scrappy, I'll give you a drive in my car. Here it is. Do you like it? Who wouldn't? Cost 20000 British job, 362 Slip under the wheel, twirl it around the block. Hey, you really mean it? Of course I do. Get in and I'll brief you and then you can burn the rubber. Hey, this baby really turns over. Yeah. Do a power turn around that corner by my hotel. Okay. 
Here goes. Good boy. You can really drive. Hey, hey look out. Look out. Yes, son. He's dead. Oh, what am I going to do? Well, if we report this, you got 20 years. But it was an accident. That's why I'm going to help you. Now help me put his body in the trunk, and I'll get rid of it where they'll never find it. Yeah, but that might get you in trouble. I'll take that risk. Provided you'll be my head pusher. You mean marijuana? But I already told you. Either that or 20 years, which will it be? Hurry. All right. You are listening to The Whisperer, the story of Philip Galt, the man who walks on the thin edge of death as he lives a double identity. Philip Galt, known to the underworld as The Whisperer, has ordered the introduction of marijuana into the high school. Now, in his real identity as Philip Galt, he and Ellen are parked outside Scrappy's house when an imported car drives up. It's Scrappy, all right. I've never seen that car before. It's bound to be Scarelli. No doubt about it. Hadn't we better follow him? I think it's more important to talk to Scrappy. Scrappy! Uh, What? Who's there? It's Mr. Galt. I want to talk to you. Are you in trouble? No. No, why should I be? Well, just remember what I said earlier today about being your friend. Let me know if you get in over your head. <laughs> get it? That's a lap. I'm already in ten times deeper than that. Something dreadful has happened tonight. You should have stopped it. That was my first mistake, Ellen. My second was in not following Scarelli. Now we've got to find him if it takes all night. <laughs> Checked every motel, garage, and hotel in town. That foreign car has disappeared. Could we stop for a goo before you drop me off at my place? Of course. Uh, come on, Mope. Mm, that all-night diner looks wonderful to me. In you go. Uh, two hamburgers with everything. Did we overlook any place where Scarelli might... Helen, no names. I'm sorry. My good, I need more room to pass. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, I've seen it. Oh. That man going into the phone. Scrappy, awake at 315? man named Galt is searching for my car. It's hidden at the casino, but if he finds it, those fingerprints will hang in. But, Mr. Scarelli... You must get rid of Galt. No. I'll be at your house by 325. Be ready. But I... They can't hang you any higher for two murders than for one. delicious. Well, in that case, do you mind if I stop and pick up something at my place? Mm, oh, my, no. I'm used to joyriding at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> I'll only be a moment. 
Bill! Keep down. Scarelli is, yes, but Scrabby shot at me. Yes? Come on inside, kid. We've got a lot to talk over. So Scarelli's staying at the main hotel. Phil, what are you going to do? Scrappy, we have a job to do. Can you regain his confidence? I'll try. His next move will be to set up a party where he'll pass out marijuana. Can you learn the time and place and phone me? Yes, sir, but, but what happens when this is over? Then, Scrappy, it looks as though you'll have to stand trial for manslaughter. Now, I think you'd better go home. After Scrappy leaves, Philip Galt dials the main hotel. As the receiver at the other end is lifted, he speaks in the voice of the whisperer. Mr. Scarelli, please. When? Just now. Thank you. He's checked out? Ten minutes ago. That means he knows we've talked to Scrappy. Who are you calling? Scrappy's mother. He must stay at home until I can get there. His life depends on it. Welcome home, Scrappy. Huh? You bungled it. Yeah, I know it. The golf see you tonight? Oh, no. All right. Tomorrow night we're giving a party at the casino for 20 of your friends. I'll tell them tomorrow. You'll call them with my gun in your ribs. Huh? When you finish, you'll be locked in the refrigerator vault. Why are you doing this? I saw you come out of Galt's place. Scrappy, your number is really up. Did you find him? I've looked all day without a trace. But I did learn that Scarelli's giving a party tonight for teenagers at the casino. The casino? My guess is that Scrappy's a prisoner there. What time is the party? It's already underway. I'm going out now and try to rescue Scrappy. Ellen, phone Lieutenant Denvers. Tell him to surround the casino. When I fire two shots, have his men crash in. Now, you got that? Two shots. Right. Good girl. It must be timed right. Too soon, no evidence. Too late, a lot of fine kids will be headed for a place I'd rather they didn't go. Mr. Galt, I've been waiting for more than an hour. Sorry if I kept you waiting, Scarelli. I'll take your gun. Thank you. Come on. As you can hear, my party is in progress. So it would seem. In here. Hmm. Very substantial. It's the meat storage vault. However, the walls are thin enough that you can hear the happenings. And later, well, we'll discuss that later. Now, if you'll excuse me, my guests are waiting. Mr. Galt? You all right, Scrappy? I'm half frozen. I was afraid you wouldn't get here in time. Has he passed out any marijuana? No, but he's getting ready to. Hey, listen. Are you kids 
having fun? All right, then, I've got something you're going to really go for. Everybody step up and get a free cigarette. Oh, no, we got to do something. Those kids don't know what's about to happen. The police may be here by now. Police? You got a signal? Two gunshots. Oh, you're going to get a gun. Move this empty cardboard carton over there while I break this window with this chicken. Chicken? It's frozen, hard as a hammer. Here's the carton. What now? Your belt. All right, but why? I'll double it. Now stand back. I've heard they do this on the radio. I hope it wasn't just publicity. It worked. Oh, no. Where are you? Over here in the refrigerator. Refrigerator? Open the door. Scarelli must have got away. You over there, move. Scarelli. What? Drop that gun. Go. Drop it, Scarelli. <laughs> all right, everybody, it's all over. The police will be here and, and take over. Well, 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 this is a hall. Outside, we grab the drivers and the marijuana, and inside, we find Philip Galt, boy murderer. That man has narcotics on his body, and he shot first, Lieutenant. You wish? I have 30 witnesses to prove it. We'll pass that for now. How'd you know about this unless you're implicated in the marijuana business? My client, Scrappy Wrist, told me. Oh, that right, Scrappy? Yes, sir. Then you must be implicated in this, too. No, sir, I... My client is innocent of any wrong intent. He was coerced. <laughs> no, no use, Mr. Carr. I can't take it any longer. I killed a man. Oh. In that case, Scrappy, you're under arrest. A lieutenant, before you do a foolish thing, can we see the prisoners? Well, it won't help Scrappy, but... Morrison, bring in the prisoners. Do any of them look familiar, Scrappy? What? Hey, it can't be. It's the man I ran over. There's the man you thought you ran over. He and Scarelli pulled the old insurance gag. This man screamed, acted as though the car hit him and fell. Yeah, but I, I helped put him in the trunk. And we're too excited to notice that he wasn't even injured. Uh, all right. You, what's your name? Ed. Is this true? Talk up. Yeah, and that's all I'm going to say. You said enough. Well, Galt, looks like you're clean. What are you going to do with these kids? I'd suggest that you take them to the station, Lieutenant. Call their parents and show them how narrowly Central City averted a tragedy. You might also suggest that the PTA show some of the fine educational films available on marijuana and how it leads to a worse addiction. Tonight's event should prove that it can happen here. Only an alerted and enlightened public can prevent its further spread. Phil, now that it's over, can I please have that soda? Just as soon as I contact the syndicate. Just take a minute. I've already given the operator... Shh. Yes? Central City reporting. Go ahead, Central City. Scarelli bungled. The entire gang captured. The public is vigorously aroused. I advise that present plans be discontinued. We will take such action for new instructions called Chicago at Midnight. Chicago at Midnight. Now, Whisperer. The Whisperer 
is based upon stories and characters created by Stetson Humphrey. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Carlton Young is starred as The Whisperer. Betty Moran is Ellen. Others in the cast were Julius Kralbein, Jerry Farber, Alice Backus, Eddie Firestone, Paul Fries, and Ruth Parrott. Script was by Ann Gill, original music by Johnny Duffy, and the entire production was directed by Bill Carnes. Audible has Next a week, special gift for listen you. to another by exciting adventure with podcast.com forward slash REN. You can get a free audiobook today. If you don't like the service, just simply this is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Audible Podcast.com forward slash RNN.